This is the John Oakley Show podcast. On this great and fine afternoon for talk radio, it's Friday edition, and traditionally at this time, we're joined on the line by Conrad Black, noted author, commentator, and historian. And this is one such occasion. Conrad, how are you? I'm fine, thanks, John. How are you? Fine, too. You know, since we last spoke, uh, I've been going through uh, a ream of submissions from the commentariat uh, to uh, the effect that I guess they're all conducting what our friend Rex Murphy calls the sheer autopsies. Uh, And he's written that they've reached something of a peak moment this week when after his first post-election caucus, one reporter thought it necessary to inquire into his theological beliefs. She asked if he thought homosexuality was a sin. And uh, I guess here, you know, uh, still having to deal with it clumsily. But the point is, I mean, when it comes to asking uh, leaders these kinds of questions, what do you make of it? Well, it's a, it's part of this attempt to portray Sheer. And it's odd that they're carrying it on after the election. I mean, those interested in ensuring that he didn't win the election got their wish. He didn't win the election. Uh, but but the, the idea was, and it was certainly led by the Liberal Party, although it you know, was a little subtler than the person you just referred to, um, uh, well, the idea was that this man had his faith, but it was a kind of medieval primitive faith, and and uh, and it was tainted by a sort of bigotry towards groups that were once um, officially uh, criticized, let's say, and in some cases rather severely or discriminated damned, against by, by 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 the Roman Catholic Church, of which he is like Justin Trudeau is a member, mm. and and the attempt has been to portray him as a person whose faith leads him to obsolete and unacceptable and uh, views by contemporary standards and, and a, a, a harsh attitude towards uh, abortion, uh, gays, lesbians, and, and, uh, and uh, even possibly divorcees. Now, this is, in fact, nonsense. He doesn't have any such attitudes. He has his faith, and he himself, I think, would certainly steer clear of anything to do with an abortion or a homosexual act, but that doesn't mean he considers it sinful. But even posing the question uh, is is a kind of an insulting and unreasonable thing to do. It's like my asking you, just for example, I'd never in a hundred years dream of doing it, but, uh, you know, have you ever had sex with a woman other than your wife while you've been married? Yeah, I, mean, I don't even know if you are married, but if you were, you see. Mm. Uh, it, it's, it's a kind of personal question. There's none of the journal. There's no public right to know anything like that. But, but it is an extension of the political election campaign to portray him as a person inaccessible to the sport of those, which is the majority, who feel uh, small, liberal attitudes towards these behavioral minorities. And, uh, and therefore, it is a devious and, and a nasty thing to do, I think. But uh, on, that doesn't excuse Scheer, given his position, from handling these questions so awkwardly. Now, the fact is, I think behind it is the creeping atheism of our society. And atheism is the unofficial religion of, of, the, of the government of Canada. And again, everyone has a perfect right to be an atheist. But I myself... Uh, I'm, I'm worried about the tendency, not because I'm trying to inflict religious practice on anybody. I'm just afraid if we totally banish any notion of spirituality and any notion of uh, of any 
power greater uh, than, than, than our own, eventually, historically, that vacuum is filled by people elevating themselves to the position, in fact, of gods, which, of course, in, in Greek and Roman times, people did. The Caesars became gods. Alexander the Great was god. Now, no sane person would dispute that Alexander the Great and Julius Caesar and Augustus Caesar were very great men. There's no doubt of that. But they weren't gods. And it's very dangerous when you get into that kind of thing. Effectively, Hitler was a pagan god. And you can see the pagan festivals that celebrated him, uh, filmed by Leni Riesenthal. And, and, and so was Stalin in a different way, but not very different. And I'm not suggesting our societies are, uh, in the West, like the Canada and the United States and so forth, are, are prone to that kind of extremism. But the idea of banishing any spirituality creates a vacuum which ultimately is bound to be filled by an extension of the human ego that is unhealthy. Now, I don't think this Globe and Mail reporter had any such thought in mind, but I am concerned about this this war, this constant uh, sniggering and, and baiting and chipping away at anyone who has any faith or beliefs. And well, but, but it's very selective, Conrad, you've got to admit. I mean, because as you said, Justin Trudeau, he's uh, an avowed Catholic by his own admission, but, uh, you know, on the matters yeah, yeah, of abortion. He's trying to second blow at the same time. Though. <laughs> he, he, he wants the Catholics to say, well, he's one of us. But on the other hand, he wants the, the, the non-believers or the non-Catholic believers to think, well, my fine, he's a Catholic, but he isn't really because he says everything we agree with. Right. Conrad it's like Black. Joe, it's like Joe Biden's version of Roman Catholicism, which, <laughs> to use a phrase I once jokingly applied to former Premier Bill Davis, redefines it as a lapsed Unitarian. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Or maybe a cafeteria Catholic. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Biden, Biden may have some uh, Democrat, uh, what do we call it? I won't call it resistance, but competition. Michael Bloomberg, former mayor of New York. Don't know if you know the gentleman, but uh, I do. I've known him a long time since before he was the mayor. Yeah, well, he's a, a zillionaire these days. And they're saying, you know, he has deep pockets. He could fund uh, to a large extent his own campaign. And he's sort of probing around now and uh, getting in there, I guess, uh, He's putting his name in the hopper to potentially lead the Democrats. How do you think he would fare, and what does that say for Biden? Um, yeah, I think it certainly is a menace to Biden, and he would be a much more formidable candidate than Biden in most respects. But, I mean, I, I, I don't think anyone cares that, that Michael Bloomberg is Jewish. I, I think the American voters are beyond discriminating on an issue like that. When Joe Lieberman was the candidate for vice president with Al Gore in 2000, it never showed in the polls. So I, I think that's not an issue. But, you know, he's a recent convert to the Democrats. Uh, now, Trump, you know, Trump changed parties seven times in 13 years, but he never made any claim of party loyalty, and he never held a public office before for another party. And Michael was elected mayor as an independent Republican, uh, and his third term was as an independent Democrat. But the uh, and the transition was in the second term. But the uh, he, he, look, he's had a terrific career. Uh, it would amuse some people. He probably has seven or eight times as much money as as, as Donald Trump is just a run of the mill billionaire. And uh, but and I obviously it doesn't matter that he's seventy seven. I think it's great since I'm in my seventies myself. I'm all for these older guys <laughs> running, well, including Biden and and Senator Warren and, and Sanders and so on. But the. I, I, I think it's late to get in. He certainly could make a splash, and he could conceivably be nominated. And and I think he would, 
I think he would be a strong, if he were nominated, I think he'd be the strongest candidate they could get of those who are there now. I don't think he would beat Trump. And, and, and I think you have to keep in mind, he, while I have great admiration for him and I like him, uh, he... Uh, he ha- he hasn't he hasn't been smart politically the way Trump has. I mean, Trump moved parties. He moved around. He was constantly polling, and then like like a like a big cat in Africa in the plains, he saw the beast he wanted and went after it, and he and he, and he got it. In the case of of uh, Bloomberg, after he was mayor, and he really did have to buy his third term. He spent a staggering amount in the municipal election to win very narrowly over a complete non-entity, and and I mean, he wasn't an ever popular mayor the way LaGuardia was, but um, he. Uh, he, he put his lot in to be Jeb Bush's Secretary of State. When that campaign collapsed, he changed to become Hillary's Secretary of State. And when that campaign didn't make it to the finish line, you know, he, he's been basically spending his political time going around denouncing Trump. And uh, every prediction he made about Trump has, has, has been inaccurate. He was one of those who said it would be an economic disaster, the economy would collapse, it would be a shambles, we, we'd be at war, the women and the non-whites would be discriminated against, and so none of that has happened. I mean, you can criticize Trump for certain things, but not on the economy. But, uh, but I, 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 think, I think he would be a strong candidate, and, and, uh, and I think it would be a good thing for the Democrats not to take the terrible pasting that we'll take if they go for one of these loopy left-wing mental cases. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's pretty clear, uh, unequivocal. Let's see. Well, uh, Michael what... Bloomberg isn't going to try and ban the automobile and eating meat. And I mean, he's mm. trying to count calories at those uh, lemonade stands in Times Square, which he turned into a pedestrian <laughs> zone. He got a little wingy, but right. he wouldn't give us the green terror and open yeah. borders and rubbish like that. Right. Banning the big gulp is as far as he would go. Uh, I got, <laughs> got you, Conrad. Always a pleasure. Have a good weekend. Stay warm. Thanks so much. Same to you and your listeners, John. All right. We'll talk next week. Conrad Black, author, commentator, and historian. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 